Hello and welcome to Meiwei's Chinese Medicine Matters podcast, where we share traditional Chinese medicine news, research, and topics relevant to TCM practitioners and students. I'm Lauren Coffell, and in this episode, the president of Meiwei Herbs, Yvonne Lau, will be talking about dietary therapy and the profound connection between food and medicine in culinary herbalism. And she also goes over some food herbs you can easily incorporate into your diet. Hi, I thought we'd have some fun today talking about food, one of my favorite topics. Whether your philosophy around food is eat to live or live to eat, I think we can all agree that food is important to our lifelong health and well-being. In traditional Chinese medicine, or TCM, Food is a source of postnatal qi, should be eaten in accordance with the season and one's constitution, and can help correct imbalances. Chinese dietary therapy emphasizes the concept of yao shi tong yuan, which means medicine and food have the same origin. Ancient herbalists applied the traditional Chinese medicine theory of four natures and five flavors to all animals, plants, and minerals, and determined that basically anything could be medicine, food, or poison, depending on the dosage. Here at Meiwei, the 10-volume Chinese Materia Medica in our library has nearly 9,000 entries and are filled with common animals, fruits, and vegetables still eaten in China today. This proves that in traditional Chinese medicine, medicine and food are relative terms and essentially can be interchangeable, with food generally considered to have less side effects and toxicity. The idea of Yao Shi Tongyuan is supported in many ancient texts, including in the Shi Wu Shun, chapter of the Huainanzi, which mentions, Shen Nong tasted the taste of all kinds of herbs and the sweetness and bitterness of water springs, so that the people knew what to avoid. At this time, 70 poisons were encountered in one day. The Huangdi Neijing Tai Su mentions, Eaten on an empty stomach is food, and patients eating it is medicine, which points to consumptive intention. The Su Wen's Tang Chi Fa Shilun states, Toxic drugs attack the evil. The five grains provide nourishment. The five fruits provide support. The five domestic animals provide enrichment. The five vegetables provide filling. When they are consumed in appropriate combinations of their qi and flavors, they serve to supplement the essence and to enrich the qi. Today, most Chinese herbs we ingest are meant to be clinically therapeutic but there are still many popular food herbs in Chinese culture and cooking. The Chinese government has a list of food herbs which can legally be sold as either, and in fact has issued three separate lists. Substances that are both food and medicine, so these food herbs, substances that can be used in health food, and substances that are prohibited in health food. Here in the US, Chinese herbs are categorized by the FDA's dietary supplements, which are technically considered to be food. This is wonderful because there aren't any sales restrictions and medicinal and food herbs are readily available. Dried food herbs like the ones in our Meiwei recipes are easy to come by, but in Chinatowns and larger Asian food markets, you can sometimes find them fresh too, depending on the season. Now I'm going to tell you about a few of them you can actually find locally here in the San Francisco Bay Area. Lian O, or Lotus Root. Fresh lotus roots are eaten to clear heat, cool the blood, and generate fluids, especially if squeezed for juice or eaten raw in salads. 
cooked fresh lotus root is sweet and warm in nature, can invigorate the spleen and appetite, benefit blood and invigorate the heart, mainly nourishing the five organs. Besides containing lots of vitamins and phytonutrients, lotus roots are crunchy and delicious and contain lots of fiber. Uh, in my house, I tend to slice them thin and add them to many different kinds of stir fries or cook them in chunks in soups, which tends to make them a lot starchier in texture, but still delicious. Some people um, also like to make a dessert with them, where they slice them thinly and stuff them with uh, softened lotus seeds and honey and steam them, um, but that's not a favorite of mine. Next herb is shanyao or Chinese yam. Iron rod shanyao, named for its thick, super straight appearance, is popular and what we tend to find available fresh here in the Bay Area. Its flesh is very white in color and the grain is fine. Steamed and used in stir-fry dishes, it has a flowery texture and is sweeter in taste than the dried version. While both fresh and dried shanyao strengthen the spleen, nourish the lungs, and benefit the essence, Fresh Shanyao purportedly has a better effect on nourishing yin and has more effects on the lungs and kidneys, while dried Shanyao more strongly nourishes the spleen. Either way, they taste really good. Next food herb is Baihe or lily bulbs. There's basically no difference in therapeutic effect between fresh and dried lily bulbs in terms of alleviating cough and phlegm and moistening the lungs. Delicately sweet and crisp in stir-fries, fresh Baihe it is not only prized for its taste and texture, but is known to be high in vitamin E, so it's a good antioxidant, promotes cell regeneration, and improves immunity. If it's available, you can find it in the refrigerated section in vacuum-sealed containers. One of my favorite food herb dishes is a stir-fry of fresh shanyao, fresh baihe, fresh corn, celery, and pine nuts. This dish is sweet and crunchy, and every ingredient has its own distinct flavor. So, definitely a personal favorite. The next food herb is hongzao, or red dates. As the saying goes, eat three hongzao a day and you will not look old for a lifetime. Red dates are warm in nature and sweet in taste. They invigorate the spleen, nourish the middle, tonifies qi and blood, and generates fluid. Fresh hongzao is sweet and delicious. It provides a good amount of fiber and is richer in vitamins than dried. But eating too many will hinder digestion, so eat them sparingly. Although the vitamin content of dried hongzao is decreased, the iron content is higher and its nutrition is easier to absorb, making it more suitable for dietary therapy. Experiments in China have shown that drinking red date tea every day for one week can increase human serum protein, thereby protecting our liver and assisting natural detoxification. Red date tea is just sliced, pitted, and dried red dates steeped in hot water, so really easy to take every day. Red dates, lucky for us, are grown in California's Central Valley and start to appear in grocery stores in the fall. Um, however, they tend to be green because they're harvested early um, for the transportation purposes, so um, don't eat them yet while they're green because they'll be a little tart, and let them just sit and start to redden and get a little bit softer and they'll be much sweeter, so you can enjoy them in the fall. The next food herb is pipa or loquat. Although the leaves, which is pipa ye, are what is usually used in TCM, loquat fruit is actually stronger in moistening the lungs, stopping cough, and alleviating thirst. However, manufacturers use leaves instead of the fruit because the fruit is just not practical to use in medicines like cough syrups. Because unlike the leaves, they have a relatively short growing season, 
bruised and wrought easily, and are very expensive. Peapaw has a delicate sweet flavor and almost melts in the mouth. Right now, um, I'm recording this in July, and here in the East Bay, you'll find lots of fruit ripening in many neighborhoods. Given their delicateness, you'll rarely find them in shops or markets, but you might find them sold on the streets in Chinatown by elderly peddlers who have harvested them from their own or maybe neighbors' trees. Um, again, they are very expensive though, so large, perfect specimens can cost up to $20 a pound. If you get a hold of any to eat them, just peel them and eat around the big pit, which you can actually save and try growing a tree in your own yard. I actually have two in my yard. They haven't yielded any fruit yet, but I am hopeful. The next food herb is gochiza, or goji berries. Fresh gochiza is not found commercially, uh, even in China. The skin is extremely delicate and the fruit will quickly rot and mold once the skin is broken. So usually only the communities that harvest it wonder it fresh, although you can find some juiced in cans. There are six identified types of gochiza grown in various parts of China, and while all are nutritious and available commercially in China dried, only the famous Ningxia variety is allowed to be used as medicine in the Chinese pharmacopoeia. Comparatively, the dried Ningxia variety is thin, spindly, and only mildly sweet with a slightly bitter aftertaste. As the only accepted medicinal variety, they are also much more expensive. The goji berry craze here in the U.S. seems to have subsided a bit, but the takeaway here is that although all varieties of gochiza have lots of good vitamins and antioxidants, don't assume that the plump, sweet, dried gochiza from Costco, or in that smoothie or snack bar, are particularly therapeutic. For fresh ones, try growing the Ningxia variety using our plum flower gochiza in a large patio planter at home. We actually have two small bushes growing right now here at our office and we're able to harvest a few berries. Niubanggan or burdock root. In TCM, niubanggan is considered bitter and slightly sweet in taste and cool in nature, entering the heart and lung meridians and functioning to expel wind heat and resolve inflammation. It is also a well-established Western dietary supplement with many purported disease-fighting benefits abundantly enumerated on the internet, so I'm not going to go into them here. The fresh roots are understood to have the same benefits as dried, and in China are used in almost every culinary way. In stir-fries, soups, congee, pickled, honeyed, steamed, steeped in tea, and in salads, all with cooking videos available on YouTube and recipes shared on social media, especially within the Chinese community. It also naturally contains lots of soluble fiber, and its mild taste after soaking, blanching, or cooking to lower the natural astringency makes it a favorite for helping regulate digestion and bowel irregularity. Chock full of nutrients, its carotene level is 150 times higher than carrots, so that makes it a great addition to almost any dish. Finally, Fosho, or Buddha's hand. An almost ethereally fragrant, fantastic looking citrus, fresh Buddha's hand is a piece of fruit art on the level of dragon fruit, rambutan, and durian. Its shape with long tapering fingers, almost in a mudra pose, is what gives it its name. In TCM, it's considered spicy, bitter, and sour in taste, and warm in nature. It enters the liver, spleen, stomach, and lung meridians, functioning to soothe the liver and regulate qi, harmonize the stomach, dry dampness, and resolve phlegm. The fresh fruit, when ripe, is seemingly made up just of bright yellow rind and thick white mesocarp. It can be sliced thinly and steeped in hot tea, 
for an amazingly fragrant tea with all the health benefits intact, or shredded for baking and candy. The rind also makes a fantastic zest, and the crisp mesocarp eaten raw and added to salads. There are many stir-fry recipes online, but Buddha's hands are very, very expensive in the U.S. I once paid $10 for one, so most people, like me, use it steeped in tea. Some of us here at Mayway grow them at home, and I was able to harvest three last year from my own tree, which is just chest high. I hope you enjoyed this short introduction to fresh food herbs. Uh, Growing up in Chinatown, and with herbs basically being part of our DNA, we've been eating food herbs our entire lives, and especially enjoy sharing this aspect of our culture with you all. Those of you who follow us on social media will sometimes see a post of our mom tending her aye, or gochiza, bushes, and videos of us cooking with food herbs. We'd love to hear your herb growing and TCM cooking stories, so please feel free to share them with us on social media. If you need inspiration, check out our seasonal recipes on Meiwe.com using fresh and dried food herbs. Have a great summer and happy eating! Thank you for tuning into this episode with Yvonne Lau on cooking with local food herbs. To read this information, you can access the written article, which is linked in the episode description. And please subscribe to the show. It's a great way to show your support and hear when our next episode comes out. In our upcoming episode, Janet Borges will be reading Lola Burmeister's article on a Chinese medical perspective on helping children with autism spectrum disorder. Until then, take good care of yourself and your patients. Chinese medicine matters, and so do you. Hi everyone, Lauren here again, wishing you a happy and healthy May. As many of you know, Chinese Medicine Matters is the podcast of Mayway Herbs, a TCM online store and dispensary where practitioners can ship directly to their patients. This month on Chinese Medicine Matters, we're focusing on women's health. We'll explore a wide array of topics related to women's health at different stages of life. So stay tuned for informative episodes you won't want to miss. And we're excited to offer a special discount on our Women's Health Formulas category the entire month of May. Practitioners use code WOMEN24 at checkout on Mayway.com to receive a 15% discount. And remember to sign up for the Mayway Herbs newsletter for exclusive content and ongoing promotions. The episode description includes a link to sign up. And thanks again for tuning in and supporting Real Chinese Medicine.